0: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and this is The Checkup. listening to this podcast on Friday uh, I trust that you have had an opportunity to go through and and listen to Tuesday's uh, the fix when mores are sufficient if you if you haven't listened to that yet please do so I quote the late great Emile Durkheim the father of sociology on understanding mores and the significance that they play in our life as people of change. We are change agents in this path of recovery, no matter what we're recovering from, uh, a behavior or a substance that contributed to behavioral challenges. We are all in recovery from something in life because no one's immune. No one that I've ever met going through this thing we called life, who has not stepped out of their denial, wouldn't admit that there are always things that we are recovering from. Some of those things for many of us sidetracked us in life so much that, uh, as Bill would say, we no longer are able to differentiate the true from the false. But from whatever you come from, I know there's a place that we all want to get to. And we really try to address this on Tuesday. Uh, Thank you for going up and dialing up the blogs on uh, Wednesday and Thursday at recoveryguide.org. And then, of course, coming back today. You know, there's a way, there's a path, there's a plan. We don't just end up here by accident. Uh, People of recovery, it's it's not like, how did we get here, right? have you ever heard of a of an overnight? Um, have you ever heard of an overnight success? Rarely is there one. You might hear of them overnight, but you can if you hear their story, uh, you can you can see where they've been. Um, there was this um, for for TMZ. If you're familiar with TMZ, there's this guy named uh, Harvey Levin. Really interesting cat. Really interested uh, in where people come from, where wh- what they're all about. I know TMZ is kind of like sensationalized, and uh, it's a it's a, a video tabloid, as it were. But Harvey had this show, and it's called Objectified. Really interesting show. If you can find it on YouTube or somewhere, but but Harvey would you know. Get down to the bottom of individual and find out what they were all about, where they came from, what they had to do to achieve the, the level of fame and stardom uh, and recognition that would qualify them to be on a show with him, right? And so we all get there a particular way. So very rarely, very rarely is there something as an overnight sensation or an overnight success. It just came to us overnight. And, and and what I want to talk to you about today is is the plan. Setting the plan, you know, we have to uh, plan the work and then work the plan. That's like sales 101, right? Do you have a plan? Do you have a 12-step plan? Do you have a, a plan of recovery? Do you have a a sales plan? Do you have an organizational plan? Do you have a business plan? Do you have a plan for your family in terms of, say, a a mission statement, something like that, that's a plan, that's something that's clear and that's guided, it's a systematic approach to getting things done. I remember when I was involved in sales as a sales trainer um, and and we would uh, we would talk to people about knowing where they got the sale and knowing where they lost the sale. I would say to them, to one of the sales agents, if they say well the sale didn't go through and i say well tell me about your approach to them tell me about the plan you were working with them and tell me when it got off track and often they didn't know and i would say well if you if you don't know how you're going to get to some place how are you ever going to get there and if you do get there how are you going to get there again, right? So if we don't know how we got to a place, did we get there just by luck, right? Circumstance, timing, what have you? Or did we have a step-by-step approach to that plan that day? That's one of the reasons that as a Christian, I I love the plan of how I'm supposed to live and maybe you do in your religious path as well. Whatever that path is, whatever your your supreme authority or sovereign word dictates to you on how to get from the person that you don't want to be to the person that God or your higher power wants you to become, there's a plan that's involved in that, right? And in AA and NA and all the other 12-step groups, there's the the 12 steps of recovery, right? The plan of recovery. In AA, the first 164 pages... Uh, has never changed. It's always been intact. Why? Because it works. It's a plan, and I hope that you have a plan as well. Because if if we don't have a plan, if we don't know where we're going, right, or or how we're going to get there, how are we going to get there? How are we going to know when we're when we've not not necessarily arrived, but when we're progressing? Uh, Stephen Covey would talk about it being a paradigm. It's a it's a mental it's a mental map of where we are going because I love what Stephen talks about. If we don't know where we're starting from, we have no way to calculate how we're going to get to where we want to go. We need to formulate a mental map, a paradigm. It's a way of thinking, right? And in AA, it's a way of living that demands rigorous honesty. So. I, I work as a, as a trainer and as a customer service specialist for a, a major bank. And one of the things that I developed for this, this bank with the, with the agents, the customer service agents, is this program called Daily Mindset. And Daily Mindset is a way for you and me to really get our head around what we're going to do or be or how we're going to conquer the day, right? Because if you if you as my as my good friend Troy says if you win the morning, you win the evening and you win the day, and that translates back into winning the next morning, right? And then we win the win the morning, we win the day, then we win the evening and we start it again. But there has to be a way I just can't get to the end of my day and say it's a pretty good day. Gee, <laughs> I wonder how I got here because I'd like to do it again tomorrow, right? So so we need to find out something. And I've got some things for you today that may be of interest to you. Uh, if you're driving or it's not conducive to you to write these down, don't worry. I'm going to copy them down in the notes. And you can add to them. You can discard them. But I think there'll be some things that you are doing, maybe some things that... Um, Uh, you're doing, but have been formulated a little differently, right? Um, Or maybe they're new to you uh, and you want to incorporate, or maybe you think that it's a bunch of hooey and you don't want to regard them all together. You know, I'm fine. You're not going to hurt my feelings because one thing I do know is just because it works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you or the way it's working for me may not work exactly for you, but I think there's enough commonality between you and me and our plan of recovery. Now, if you're not in recovery, you might as well turn this thing off now because obviously you're going to think it's a bunch of hooey, right? But if, you, but if you are on that path, if you are on this journey, then let me know because I find these things and I develop these things based on everything that I've learned. A lot of it you're going to find common because we've come across these things uh, been suggested to us by Zig Ziglar, Tom Hopkins, Stephen Covey, right? Uh, all of the great um, uh, leaders, you know, Napoleon Hill, uh, you know, the Tony Robbins, you know, all of the giants of the motivational world, Richard Denning with, um Deming on uh, the quality movement, uh, there's so many people out there doing these types of things. And so I'm sure you've heard about them some other way. Many of them come from a biblical or spiritual principles, so they might be recognizable to you in that way. So let's go ahead and, and dive in because at the end of the day, don't you want to become the best possible version of you? Wouldn't it be wonderful? Wouldn't it be wonderful to get to the end of your day and find out, wow, it was a pretty Amazing day. And then again, how do I get there tomorrow? So these are things that I try to do on a daily basis. Sometimes I'm more successful than others, but I try to do them. It is my goal for every day to do this. And I have been doing recovery as of today. And I only say this because I want you, if you're new or relatively new or don't know what I'm all about, I want you to know that the program of recovery is a design for living a lifetime. Not just a week, not just a month, not so you can just put together a, a, a good month or a good week or a good quarter or a good year or a good decade. I've been at this for 12,400 days in a row. This April 25th, I will celebrate 34 years of continual recovery. Doesn't make me better than anyone. I know some people who got here after me who are doing exceptionally better than I was when I was when I was at their length of sobriety. What it really means is I got here and made a decision on April 25th, 1986, and I haven't taken that decision back. That's really all that means. My success is relative, right? but we can join in success together. So let's jump into the deep end of the pool and talk about these things. Some will be relevant to you more than others. Some will work, some may work for you. And I do understand, again, I'm gonna introduce it one more time. I do understand that some of us have a more challenging role and we need to work these things in. And again, the order we do them is not as important as the fact that we do them. That's what's most important. Because if you want, and I'm going to say this on behalf of Will, Jazz, Tess, Wendy, Angie, Susie, Eddie, Buddy, Steve, Scott, countless people that I know in recovery, Chris and Mary, who have been doing this for a minute. You want what we have. It says, if you want what we have and are willing to go to any lengths to get it, then you are ready to take certain steps, right? These are just some of the steps based on my interpretation. So number one is wake up after a full night's rest. Wake up after a full night's rest. You notice I didn't say sleep. Sleep and rest are not the same. You can sleep without getting any rest. And you don't even need to be asleep to get rest. Does that make sense? If it doesn't yet, figure it out. But again, Just because you sleep doesn't mean you got rest. Look up the word. And just because you want to rest doesn't mean you have to sleep. But I will tell you that proper sleep helps give me the energy to stay focused during my day. Another thing I like to do is wake up early enough to take some personal time. Wake up early enough to take some personal time. You know, even if it's five to 10 minutes of quiet reflection, it's so important for me to do personal time. And I know if you're a single mom or you're juggling different things in your life or a single dad, um, and you've got some kids to get off to school or, or what have you, different things that you're doing, this may be a challenge, but just because it's a challenge doesn't mean it can't be done. It just might mean that you need to be creative in how you go about doing it. Next thing, listen to podcasts or recordings of of positive authors and speakers. You know, when you're out driving, I know right now we're not driving a lot, but Zig Ziglar would call it automobile university. Well, we can just about get a degree in wellness Just by listening to things, you know, especially with social media now. You know, Zig Ziglar, great stuff. Tony Robbins, incredible motivational material. Heck, that Real Sober Guy podcast with Shane Raymer, badass dude out there killing it, right? On purpose with Jay Shetty. There's so many different things out there that we can listen to. That can make a difference. You're listening to this podcast now. Do you listen to it regularly? Let's listen to something every day to elevate ourselves and to, to encourage or elevate our thinking or to adjust our thinking by incorporating an idea or a concept that has been a concern of ours. The next thing, number four. Make a personal commitment. Are you ready? Make a personal commitment to think on the things that bring us a sense of joy and comfort. I cannot stress this enough. First of all, just making a personal commitment to doing anything positive is so encouraging. Because if we don't control the things that we can control, you've heard me say it before, then the uncontrollables are going to control us. So we need to make a commitment to think on the things that bring us a sense of joy and comfort. Let it be a choice and choose right. Because there's always going to be an opportunity. Very rarely do I think about nothing. My brain is rarely in neutral. I'm either excited about what's coming or I'm dreading the next event. And even if what I'm doing next takes more concern than the other moment did, doesn't mean that I can't appreciate an outcome that's going to be favorable, even if what it is means I'm learning something. Even if it didn't go my way, what have I learned? What have I extracted? And let that bring me a sense of joy and comfort. Think of all the reasons that your life right now is helping you meet your goal for your family and even your personal needs, right? What are the reasons that what you're doing is bringing you an opportunity to achieve your goal? Think on those things. And and if it's not, then why are you doing the things that you're doing? We need to change them. We need to change our thinking, change our behavior. If what you're doing or what you're thinking, if you don't have reasons that is elevating your family or you as an individual, then stop doing it and start doing something else. Actually, start doing something else and you'll automatically stop doing what you were doing. Light always pushes out darkness. Darkness ha- does not have a choice to stay once light is introduced. I like this one as a person who's fortunate to be in America. And, and if you're listening from another country, find something on a national level that encourages you. For, those, for me, as, a, as an American waking up in America, the fact that I woke up in America, which is going to be the majority of our audience... We are 4.4% of the world population. Not too shabby. There's approximately 7 billion people on planet Earth. 350 million or thereabouts woke up in America. That means that 95.6% of the planet did not wake up here with the opportunity that you and I have. Now, I understand, and I don't even want to have the conversation, that we all have varying opportunities for different reasons. I get it, but you know what? You know, it's like when I was out there ripping and running, my my worst day sober is better than my best day high. Chew on that for a minute. Now, the next thing, I want to find one, two, or three areas in my life that I am grateful for, and I let them, those things, be the fuel for my day. What are we grateful for in our life? You know, my dear friend Wendy, she has done so incredible with with the recovery that she's been given and uh, working with her sponsor and working the program and, and just listening to her chat has just been so sensational and, and listening to her growth. And I remember early on when Wendy was struggling with recovery, she wanted it as, as much as uh, you know, a drowning person wanted a life vest or, or, or a person in the desert would want water. That's how badly Wendy wanted to get this thing. And I remember talking to her and saying, "What are you grateful for? Where's your grateful list?" And you know, when we're early on in recovery and we're still stuck in the mire and the ditch that our, that our illness has brought us to, It's they're hard to see. But now, those of us who are in recovery, we have enough evidence to easily find one, two, three, even four or five areas of our life that we can be grateful for and let that be the fuel for our day. Another thing that's important is to eat healthy. As a former compulsive overeater and a, and a former overweight person of almost 400 pounds, I understand how important eating healthy is, not only for weight control, but but how we feel throughout the course of our day. Are Are we eating things that deplete our resources or are we eating high energy things that encourage us to have stamina? Just like we have emotional and mental fuel by thinking of certain things, we have physical fuel based on what we're eating. Number nine, very simple. Proper hydration throughout the day. Stay hydrated. Drink a lot of water. I, I take water with me when I go to bed at night. A lot of times during my day, throughout my day, I'm not as good at drinking water as I should be. So I might be drinking 16 to 20 ounces, uh, maybe 32 ounces in the course of my day. Um, at night, at night, I'm a big water guy where I'm more stable, I'm I'm more in a permanent position, um, and I'm thinking about it more. So I probably hydrate. I would imagine I drink probably 70 to 90 ounces of water a day. I like to stay hydrated. It's very important. Here's another one, number 10. And again, I'm going to put these in the description so... Don't worry about jotting these down. Make sure the people for whom we care for know that we care for them. That is so big. We are an emotional being. Expressing care is so important. Letting people know that we love them, that we care for them, that we're excited that they're in our life that we want to know what's going on. We want to know how we can help. Usually what happens, and here's this dynamic that is so unbelievably important. Do you know what reciprocation is? Reciprocation is when I get something back based on something I have done. A reciprocal agreement. I do something, you do something back. It's reciprocal. In 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 websites, reciprocal links, we trade links to our website back and forth. Here's how important it is because and, and this is not why I do it, but this is a natural consequence or natural result to me showing you that I care for you. Very often, if when I demonstrate my care for you in word or in deed, or one way or another, I make sure you know that you're important to me and even why. You reciprocate, you say thank you, you acknowledge, and oftentimes you return the regard. That is called reciprocation. And who doesn't like to be validated? Within that reciprocation comes validation. I love to be validated, don't you? The person who says, oh, I don't care what they think, I don't care if they validate me. You know what? You're the person who needs it the most. We all need to be validated. And there's nothing wrong with that. Making my feel good feel good while I'm trying to make you feel good is a wonderful place. You know, with Laura and me or my children or my grandchildren or people who are important to me, you know what? Hey, I just want to know how much I care about you. I want you to know that you're special. I want you to know that having you in my life matters more than I could ever express. We have those people in our life, don't we? Make sure we share that with them so they have the joy of receiving that and the likelihood is we will get that in return. People who don't receive are likely people who don't give. If you want to receive, then give. And this is a great area to do that. No, number 11, know that whatever can wait for later doesn't occupy the present. Sometimes there are things that take too much of my thought now when they can become important later. And it doesn't mean that I, I forget them so they don't become important, but they don't cloud what I have to do now. One of the great examples of that was with, um, uh, the Franklin Covey that I first got introduced to back in the early nineties. And real quick here, um, the training was understanding the ABCs, and a lot of it was taken from first things first and, and, and seven habits, but looking at the four quadrants and understanding uh, uh, urgent and important and important, and then the four quadrants uh, all in a row. Anyway, uh, certain things I would write down that had to be done today, and all I really have to focus on is the A's. Those things in my A category. The B's, I know they're there, the C's and the D's are there as well, but only the A's do I really have to focus on. I've got a mental and a physical note of the B's, and the B's will become necessary to occupy my time while I'm taking care of the A's. So whatever can wait for later doesn't occupy or cloud my present. Here's another big one. I have two more things. Make a make a point of making a positive difference in the life of at least one person. And I'll do the caveat every day. Make a point of making a positive difference in the life of at least one person every day. And I don't care if it's your spouse, your significant other, your children. I love to do it at at Lowe's and Home Depot or at the grocery store. We can make a positive difference in the life of at least one person, regardless of who they are in our life. I went to the dermatologist this week. Had a great opportunity to share what I'm doing with my podcast uh, with Dr. Williams. And he was really encouraged because through his church, they do a lot of recovery. And I made a positive difference in his life by sharing information with him and letting him know that how important his people in recovery are to me. Or the person at Lowe's that I see when I go in on a regular basis, I let them know how important I think they are, how grateful I am that they know where all that stuff is, and I don't sometimes even know how to name it. Then, of course, with the people who are most near and dear to us, it is so important to make a positive difference in their life. And finally. At the end of my day, I express a deep sense of gratitude for what I was given. I close my day off with thank you. I close my day off with knowing that I got to another day. And I don't care if you're 4, 40, 400, or 12,400 days in a row. Isn't it wonderful to get to the end of your day expressing gratitude for what we were given and to just sort of recount the day, do that 10th step, that refreshing step, taking a personal inventory, and when we were wrong, we promptly, minute we get to the end of our day and we recount our day, all the things that we need to correct and need to finish finish up on and need to go and make an adjustment for, but all the things that have occurred to us during that day that got us to be grateful and saying, I call it this crazy life that I live. So often when I pray with Laura, it's like, Lord, thank you so much for this crazy life that I live because I don't even understand it. I am blown away by the life that I am given and I am filled with gratitude throughout my day because of all the wonderful things that have happened to me, even the things that I don't agree with. I am grateful for because there was a time that I wasn't guaranteed those things. And today, I get to express them. I get to unwrap them. I get to understand them. I get to discard them or incorporate them. And all in all, they help me become a better person. And when I get to that point, now I can get to my rest, which allows me to make the most of my sleep and then i wake up after a full night's rest and i am back at it again i hope this helped i hope walking you through these things what what i strive for my day to look like help you i hope you can find some of the things here that can incorporate into your life to make a difference in this life that you live that you can have an elevated life and make a difference in the life of at least one other person. Remember, we got sick apart, but we get well together. My name is Robert, and I am a recovery guy. I was trying to do everything